Welcome to the Leverage to Scale show. I'm Amber Vilhauer, founder and CEO of LeverageToScale.com, brought to you by NGNG Enterprises, standing for No Guts, No Glory. We work with purpose-driven business owners to develop their online platform and scale their influence. We believe that you have the opportunity to positively change the world one relationship at a time. Stick around to the end of the show in about 20 minutes and I'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing marketing podcasts. Let's go. Welcome, Leverage to Scale listeners. Uh, I'm Dan, your host for this episode, your guide for this conversation. And I am very excited and stoked to welcome my guest today because she is the founder of Real Estate Investment Goddesses. And when I saw that company name, I was like, I've got to know more. I've got to know more. So Monique Holm, welcome to the show, Monique. Thanks for having me, Dan. Absolutely. So as a, as a founder and an entrepreneur, this is going to be an exciting journey for me anyway. I hope it is for you as well. Um, so Monique, tell me a little bit about who you are and who you serve in this real estate investment goddesses world. Sure. My name, as you said, I'm Monique Holm and I'm the founder of Real Estate Investor Goddesses. We are a community, it's education, mentorship, sisterhood of women investing in real estate. My personal mission is to help 1 million women create financial freedom through real estate investing. Hmm. And I am myself an investor. I've been investing for 15 years. I mostly syndicate and we have a little over uh, 1,300 rental doors across various asset classes and seven in seven states and um but before that i was a i started my career as a lawyer (laughs) i was an accidental real estate investor and over the years i have uh, been blessed to fall into this and when i saw so few women in the game so few women in um that were in the rooms, or I'd go to conferences or investing. It came as this divine download, this mission to help mm. women. And that's how my business was born. I love that it's a mission that speaks to your why. And maybe we'll unpack that in a minute. Um, a million is your goal. That sounds like a big number, but with 300 million humans in our country, it, like that, that just doesn't sound, that, that doesn't sound like that big of a number after all but you didn't see any in the rooms that you were in. So a million is your, your first, I'm going to say your first goal. That's, that's your big goal, huh? That's my big goal. If it feels big to me, <laughs> so sure, maybe yeah. once I yeah. get to the million, then I'll go, let's go to a hundred million. Let's go to a billion. Yeah. We'll see. But yeah. for now, um, you know, one, one woman at a time trying to get yeah. to a million. And, and so this, maybe this is a really, dumb question or, or observation, but in, in the year 2020, when which we are, the fact that you're still working to get to a million women investors in real estate just seems mind boggling. What, like, what is, what is it that's keeping that world closed to women? I, I'm not so sure that it's closed to women, but I think that there are several reasons why more women aren't investing. One is that a lot of women don't even think of it as a possibility for themselves. I know that was something with me. My, I have great parents, really loving, very supportive. They always told me, you can be anything you want. Uh, I'm a first-generation American, and they, they came to this country with big, big hopes and always told me I could be anything I wanted. But 
and in parentheses, it was as long as I was a doctor, lawyer, professor, engineer. <laughs> <laughs> the lawyer path. That's <laughs> <laughs> so why I became a lawyer because I wasn't yeah. as into the math and sciences and of the, <laughs> of the my four choices. That one seemed the, the most fun. But I, and for them, that was success. And uh, being a la- a landlord. Other than buying your own home, buying your own home was the only thing I'd ever been taught about real estate, but it was just never anything in our, in my realm. It was never anything I would ever think to do or be. And so I, you know, growing up, I never thought of it. And I think a lot of women just don't even consider it as something that's possible for themselves. Mm. And I ended up accidentally becoming a landlord because when I went to buy my own house, this was back in 2005, even though I was making a fairly good salary as a lawyer in Los Angeles where I lived, a semi-decent starter home was upwards of Mm. $600,000, $700,000. I couldn't afford that by myself. So I, a friend of mine suggested we buy a, a duplex together. The original idea was we'd get a property with two equal sides. He'd live on one side, I'd live on the other side, and I could afford half a house. So I was like, yeah, let's do it. And instead of finding a property with two equal sides, we ended up finding this beautiful old craftsman that had one larger unit, a smaller unit above, and then a a converted garage in the back. And we each took a bedroom in one and rented out the upstairs, rented out our back house, even rented out our basement. And we started a house hack before I knew that was a thing. Mm. So I accidentally fell into it just so I could afford a house. And then I went, wait a minute, these people are paying our mortgage. This is great. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and then when I met my husband, he'd grown up with having a rental property. Not a lot, but he had a duplex. And, and so slowly, little by little, we, we ended up getting into real estate that way. Uh, but I think it was that accident that got me investing. Um, I think another reason why women don't invest is because they maybe they know what's possible for them, but they don't know what steps to take. They don't know how to do it. They would want to do it, but they don't know how to do it. And it feels very like onerous or they think it'll take way more money than they have. Um, they're not really sure how, how they can do it. And, uh, and then the third reason is, Maybe they know that they can do it. They know how they can do it, but they're afraid to do it. They have fears about being scammed. They have fears about um, making the wrong decision and losing money. And and it's that that fear that keeps them out of the game. So my, my goal and what I try to do is show what I, what I do in my, in my, my company and in my podcast, a real estate investor goddesses podcast where I interview successful female real estate investors is to show women a, this is possible for you. We're, we're, regardless of where you are, you're not too young. You're not too old. You're, you can do it as a mom. You can do it as a grandma. You can do it regardless of what, um, race, religion, culture, whatever you are. Mm-hmm. Um, and whatever budget you're starting from, there's a way to get into this game. So, um, I, um, so that's the first thing. It's like, this is possible. And then share the how this is possible. Uh, and then my, in my courses, we do a lot of work on the fear 
and having the mindset so that you can be successful because success is 20% strategy and 80% psychology, 80% of what happens up here in your brain. And so we do a lot of work on that so that we can take effective action and um, get women in the game. Gotcha. So it sounds like real estate investor goddesses does a lot of education and empowerment. Fair to say? Yes. All right. Very interesting. So Monique, what, so like, I love the goal of, of, of empowering a million women and getting them to be real estate investor goddesses like you. Um, what's the why behind that for you? What motivates you? What's your responsibility as an entrepreneur? So the why behind that for me, why the focus on women? There have been a lot of studies uh, that have shown, even from micro lending and different communities to looking at women when they have extra money women who are financially empowered financially empower others when you financially empower a woman you give her more money or you give her more time she gives back she gives back to her own family she gives back to her her community and she gives back to the world and for me empowering 1 million women to financial freedom is my shortcut for helping the whole world <laughs> because I know mm. if I help one woman, she's going to take her kids along. She's going to bring her men along and her mamas yeah. and her cousins and her besties and her, you know, and everybody and everybody benefits. Um, they've, they've shown you, you, you financially empower one woman. You can make one woman a millionaire. That is, you're going to help three generations or more wow. by helping one woman. So my, my shortcut in helping the world is to focus on women because a, a woman will take everybody she knows with her. Yeah. That's a, and what a powerful why that's got to get you through those hard moments as an entrepreneur. It does. When things aren't going so well. Yeah. What, yeah. so on the hard moment side of it, what are, have you had moments already in the last, you know, since you started this, um, that you've had those rock bottom moments, those hard times to throw up your hands and go, all right, enough is enough. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, like, yeah. I'm like, which one did I have today? No, have <laughs> like, I had those moments? Of course. I mean, the most, the most recent big one was at the beginning of this COVID time. So I, 2020 was going to be my year. Well, personally, my family and I were going to travel around the world. So we had started the beginning of the year in Australia and my husband, my daughter, and I, we were going to be world traveling. So that obviously did not happen. The other thing that I, we were going to focus on, we were going to double down on live events because live events were the main revenue driver for yeah. our business. So yeah. we'd have these in-person events and we were going to get bigger, have more people in the room, all of us hugging, <laughs> close yeah. and not at all socially distanced. Uh, so that was the plan. And so I had a, I had a big event scheduled for April and we had come back from Australia at the beginning of March to go to a, actually we were going to attend a Tony Robbins event and that got canceled, which was at first I was like, Oh, they're not going to cancel. He hasn't canceled an event in 42 years and they canceled it. And I was like, well, that's going to cancel because it's, he was going to have like 15,000 people. They can't put 15,000 people together in COVID. Our event's only 300 people. That's not going to cancel. And then, yeah, you know yeah. what happened. Yeah. So we had to do a big pivot and figure out, so how do we, how do we do this? How do we spread the word? 
and um you know and i i I feel like this is a divine mission so i look up and i'm like okay god if you want me to do this you show me how because this is your your show i'm just here as your as your servant and um and then we we did a we ended up doing a virtual summit on how to survive and thrive through real estate in this covid period and this economic and an economic downturn mm-hmm. and instead of having 300 people as we would want in our live event we were able to have 1300 so oh, wow. got to touch a lot more people and in september this year we're doing our our signature three-day event our wealth and real estate event that's becoming virtual so we're going to do that and my goal is to have over a thousand women at that one too maybe more and to just now there's an opportunity that we can even have a bigger impact by not being in a room but by talking to a lot more people online so I'm just rolling with with this and we've had to pivot but it in a way that actually is helping me um, scale and meet my mission even faster. Yeah. And it sounds like, like, is it fair to say that part of overcoming those challenges is to lean into the challenge? Oh yeah. 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 Part of my, uh, what I did because after my, you know, Oh, Oh shoot movement. <laughs> right? Like, Oh no, what are we yeah, going to yeah. do? I, I went, I believe that life happens for me not to me. So what if this is an opportunity to, what if this was an opportunity to touch even more people? What was this opportunity to have an even bigger impact? What if this is an opportunity to um, make even more money? What if this is an opportunity for incredible growth? What if this is the best thing that ever happened to me in my business? And Mm -hmm. I started leaning into it. What would that be like? What would that look like if this were, if I could take this and really have a, that much more impact mm-hmm. and and then that virtual summit came to me so that's it was leaning into it seeing the the challenge but the opportunity and the challenge to go even higher to have um and, and deeper and that's yeah. that's where i i try to live perspective and resilience that's really good monique um that's really good uh so with with all that said i mean that's a lot coming at you this year and you've obviously leaned into it. You sounds like you've done well. You've had growth in spite of it or in the face of it because life happens for you, not to you. I love that by the way, I'm going to use that on, on my, my daughters uh, as, as they're growing up here. Um, but if you could look back over the last year or so, is there anything, is there any one thing that if you could redo, you would? Hmm. I could redo. Um, I think the the main things that I would I've just lean more into working with the experts, people who really know what they're doing as opposed to do trying to DIY more things. Okay. Because you know, I can I can try to figure things out. I'm a I'm a fairly intelligent person. I figure things out, but to um to be able to uh just a shortcut <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and yeah. have somebody else who's already figured it out and knows how to do it well and tap into them. Really that that's the way to, 
to grow much, much faster. Um, one of my mentors has taught me work with the best. They won't cost you money. They'll make you money. And that's one of the things that I've learned. And I wish I'd leaned into that even more and just invested uh, more into experts and, and being able to have them be in their zone of genius and um, spend less time out of mine. Mm. Zone of genius. Find those people with their zone of genius that matches what you need and learn from them. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Or just have them do their zone of genius just, and right. I stay in my zone of genius. I don't need to learn it. Go. I want them to do it because it's yeah, not my go. zone of genius. They, and the, so that was, that was actually when I started 2020, that was one of my my goals is to be spend more time in my own zone of genius and have people, uh, people around me who are in theirs. And, uh, which I, I wish I'd been doing that, um, from, from the get go. And I, I still can get better at that, but that's, that's my intention to do that as much as possible. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so Monique, you've got, you know, real estate investment as, as this world, but there are a lot of people talking. There are probably quite a few thought leaders. You have a very specific mission and a very specific niche, so to speak. Um, but even in that, like even with that, it's still, I have to imagine a noisy world. How do you build that thought leadership that is helping to grow real estate investor goddesses, that is helping to grow Monique Holmes brand and, and grow your business? What does thought leadership look like for you? Well, there are a couple of parts to that. First is I, I try to think what is it that I'm doing that's really unique that's like that's not like anyone else. Mm-hmm. So when I first started, I was one of the only, if not only, really just speaking to women in the real estate area. Since since I've I started, there have been others that have come in. I think what and I I will partner with them. So I don't feel, I'm not in a I don't feel competitive. I feel like we all have a similar mission to empower more women in real estate. So I don't feel like, oh, I need to keep her. <laughs> we can all grow together. It's more than, a, you know, as you were saying, I, I'm trying to reach a million. There are uh, probably 150 million women in this country um, and, and, you know, billions in the world. So I don't yeah. need, we can, we can all co- collaborate and have our, our own flavor and the people who will most resonate with us will, will, will come to us. So one of my prayers every morning is, uh, you know, God, bring me the, bring to me the women that would most benefit from working with me. Uh, and, and so I just trust that. But also what I, I think is unique about what I do is not only am I focused on the nuts and bolts of real estate investing and, and how do you do that, but it's how do you do that as a woman? How do you do that in the feminine so what I what I teach is real estate investing meets the divine feminine, meets personal development and mindset work, and it that's a very unique um, meeting point that no one else does. Mm. Interesting. Okay, and then you just begin to talk about that through your various channels. You said earlier you've got a podcast, so you're creating that content and speaking into that um, as that expert. Yeah. Yeah. So by the podcast on social media, being on other people's podcasts, like this great one. Mm -hmm. Um, and I just put it out there and I trust that the ones who will most benefit from working with me, hearing that message, then they will show up. 
but I, I keep putting it out there um, as a as a beacon and just trusting. Those yeah. the ones that are meant to be there will be there. Right on. Beautiful, beautiful sentiment, Monique. I love that. Um, so what does success look like in 2021 for you? What does success look like in 2021? That's such a great question. I think, uh, I don't know if you've ever heard of Earl Nightingale and the Strangest Secret. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's, um, it's on YouTube for anybody listening who wants to check it out. He's like the father of personal development, but recently somebody told me about it, so I started listening to it. And he, he describes success as the progressive realization of a worthy ideal. Progressive realization of, of a worthy ideal. Okay. And I, I love that. And I think for me, my, my ideal is that I, I help 1 million women to financial freedom. So success for me is progressing in that. Being further along, having even more scale, even more impact, having more people that are part of our Facebook group, more people that are students, more that are getting properties and creating uh, passive income streams and being able to replace their income with passive income. So if I feel that I'm progressing in that Mm -hmm. and I'm able to scale, then that for me is success. But I don't have a specific number that I'm, I'm hitting, but if it's growing, especially given our economic situation, I feel like I'm, I'm continuing to progress personally and professionally, then that is success. Cool. So let's make sure the community of Leverage to Scale uh, jumps on board and helps you to develop that vision. Where are the best places to help you do that and connect with, with you, Monique, and with real estate investor goddesses? Sure. The best place, probably go to our website, reigoddesses.com. There you can connect to everything. But we're also at REI Goddesses on socials, Instagram, uh, Facebook, Twitter. I don't tweet that much, but <laughs> you can go there. And so there, so there, there you go. That's your thing. Check her out there. Awesome. Uh, Monique, thank you so much for being a part of Leverage to Scale. It was a pleasure getting to know you. You, uh, you brighten my room. So thank you for that. And uh, yeah, appreciate you. Thanks for having me, Dan. so much for listening to the Leverage to Scale show. If you are a purpose-driven business owner or professional who would like to have a global impact by being interviewed on our show, please visit leveragetoscale.com forward slash guest. Now, if you got something out of this interview, would you do me a favor and share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on your favorite social network. If you do that, just be sure to tag us with a hashtag leverage to scale. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and pick one winner from each platform. What do you win? We are going to promote you and your business to all of our social media fans totally free. Next, if you thought this was a valuable use of your time, please support the show and give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. I believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. My name is Amber Vilhauer, and I thank you so much for your time. Let's connect on your favorite social channels. Thanks for listening. Thank you for being a part of the No Guts, No Glory movement.